0: This is episode 198 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're debunking 13 intuitive eating myths and why they're bogus. This will become a classic episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food, it's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. How are you? Happy to be back here and very excited about this episode. This episode was born out of conversation, and also stories on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, you're missing out a lot of cool stuff between me and the followers via stories. And this was completely born from this. So thank you for all of you who answered my story around myth. And this is for you. Now, this episode is going to become a classic because I've taken your myth that you have either overcome or in some cases myth that you're still in the midst of trying to figure out. And it's going to help millions of women. I'm committing to making it millions of women that are going to listen to this episode and think, wow, I really got to try this intuitive eating stuff. Now onto that, I just want to help you get as much information on intuitive eating as you can and point out that we do have a free get started with intuitive eating course available on our website. So if you go to stephaniedode.com, simply that, and you land on the homepage of the website, You can't miss it. By the way, I would love to get your feedback on the new website. But register for the course. It's totally free. Five days, five videos delivered to you via emails. And also, at the end of it, an opportunity for you to join the Intuitive Eating Project, which is launching to be available anytime starting August The 1st, 2019. And again, this is part of my mission of helping millions of women stop dieting and become intuitive eaters. Now let's get back to intuitive eating myth. Here's a sample of what we're going to talk today. We're going to talk about weight gain and weight loss on intuitive eating. Whatever it is true that intuitive eating leads to binge eating, the whole concept of giving up on yourself because of intuitive eating, and also a new one that I had no idea even was out there, the fact that intuitive eating is apparently only for healthy-minded people, that the average dieting woman will never be successful on intuitive eating. Do you think that's true? Hmm. That's one of the myths we're going to debunk today. Are you ready? Let's do this. Myth number one intuitive eating is unhealthy. Now, this is a big one, and it's coming from mainly the fact that intuitive eating allows you to eat all the food, even the ones that are quote unhealthy. And I'm using a quote here for a very good reason. So, here's the facts yes. When you eat intuitively, you can eat all the food because part of the intuitive eating process is to give yourself unconditional permission to eat. And by doing that, that will likely mean you will eat the food that you're currently restraining. And perhaps that's carbs if you're keto, perhaps that's animal product if you're vegan. Now, one interesting fact to understand is that health is defined by the World Health Organization as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, which means that health is not just food. Health is also quality, quantity of sleep, mental health, emotional stability, And balance, spiritual health, movement, health is a bunch of stuff. Yet diet culture and recently wellness diets wants us to stay focused on the fact that it is all about food. Therefore, if we give ourselves the permission to eat all the food, we're going to be unhealthy because health only depends of food. And it's also fueling... (laughs) The food industry, right? Specifically, the health food industry. Now, here's another fact for you to consider in your judgment of intuitive eating, quote, being unhealthy, is the correlation between eating pattern and health. We know from research and studies, because yes, intuitive eating framework is a well-researched and proven framework, there's more than a hundred study as of 2019, which we'll talk about just shortly. We know from study that weight cycling has been associated with morbid health condition, meaning that the yo-yo dieting that most of us have done, because we quote, overeat, restrict, overeat, restrict, overeat is restrict, leads to negative health consequence and food restriction is also been associated with physical and psychological negative side effect meaning that your mental health is affected by your desired to restrict, or your restriction. And that's the key here. Even though you're not restricting, if you think you should restrict, that will spiral you down in a whole bunch of negative thoughts and negative emotion. Here's another interesting fact on mental health and dieting. It's been proven that women that do diet restrict food control food have higher level of cortisol in their body cortisol is the chronic stress hormone that is present in all of us who are stressed and we know that cortisol is linked to higher level of inflammation blood pressure change in blood lipids and other negative factor that can affect your health and also restriction has been associated with depression and anxiety so knowing that knowing the fact is intuitive eating unhealthy it's actually not it's very healthy because it prevents all the negative side effect associated with dieting myth number two Intuitive eating will make me gain weight. Or another version of that myth is intuitive eating causes weight gain. Now, the first thing I want to do is I want to validate these weight loss thoughts and desire that you're currently holding. These are real and consistently encouraged in a society that is laden with weight stigma. Weight stigma is also known as weight bias, weight Base discrimination, and also stereotyping based on a person's weight. So it makes perfect sense that you are afraid of gaining weight, or that you desire to lose weight. Now here's the facts around intuitive eating and weight loss. Intuitive eating doesn't always cause a change in weight. Either way, meaning it doesn't cause weight loss and it does not cause weight gain all the time. The reality is that anybody or none of us, would I rather say, know what your body will do when you change the way you eat. Even the dieting guru who predict that you will lose 20 pounds in four weeks, that is just plain old lies NBS. No one knows. There's not a piece of science that demonstrate without a doubt how the human should lose weight. That's why we keep changing diet. That's why they call fad diets. And believe me, if one held the secret of how effectively, consistently, and permanently the human should lose weight, that person would rule this world. (laughs) So, We don't know what's going to happen with your body either way when you start becoming an intuitive eater. Now, we know that when you start eating in accordance to your body natural hunger and satiety cue, that will send information up to your hypothalamus, that gland in your brain that regulates the hormone production around appetite and weight regulation, your hypothalamus and the hormones that it produces is what regulates your weight, or otherwise called set point. There's an episode coming up on that, which is the weight range in which your body is the happiest at this time. The weight into which your body believes you need to be at to be healthy. So, true intuitive eating will take you to that weight range. Now, that weight range may not be what you want, or that weight range may not be what the BMI says you should be. Now, that's a whole other topic that I'm going to set aside. If you are not informed around the link between health and weight, I would refer you to episode 171, which we'll link in the show note. And also in the show note, I will link to the study showing how health at every size has more positive outcome on your health than dieting for weight loss. So intuitive eating will not either make you lose weight or gain weight. It will only support doing your body, what is best for you. Myth number three, intuitive eating means I've given up on myself. Another version of that is intuitive eating is lazy. Intuitive eating is just an excuse to eat whatever you want and not have to practice dietary control. Let me give you an analogy here. Is breathing an excuse for not suffocating? Yes, when you eat intuitively, you eat what you want. And why is that a problem again? This myth is a 100% mindset. This is why I created the going beyond the food method and why going beyond the food is the only way for you to heal your relationship to food. Currently, food is more than nutrition for you. If you're holding truth to this myth, it means that your self-worth is tangled in with how you engage with food. You value yourself. Your self-image is around what you eat and what you do not eat. The truth is we are born worthy. And along the way, someone came and led us to believe that we needed to earn our worth. And perhaps a few years later, dieting came into your life and then you connected in your mind that the thinner body you could have meant you would be worthy or worthier. And then a few years later after experiences of dieting, you became an association of how you eat mean how you are worthy. It's a problem for you. If you think that your worth is associated with food, then eating quote, everything will mean you are not worthy. Or it's the problem of people judging intuitive eating as being lazy because they old the belief that their worth is associated with their perfection in dieting or their perfection in eating, quote, healthy. So does intuitive eating means you've given up on yourself and you're lazy? Complete opposite. It means that you are actually trusting yourself and that you have removed your self-worth from the way you look or the way you eat. Myth number four, intuitive eating is simply the eat when you are hungry and stop when you're full diet. Or another version of that myth is if I'm not eating intuitively, if I'm eating when I'm not hungry, or it's just a simple goal of moderating myself, and that's intuitive eating. The fact is, this is your diet brain speaking to you. (laughs) Believing that you must control what you eat in one way or another and that you are innately not smart enough, wise enough or good enough to know what you should eat is your diet brain. Your diet brain is what makes you time after time after time fall in for the next diet or repeating the same diet diet brains want you to believe that you're not good enough. And as long as you keep thinking that you're not good enough to know how to nourish yourself, you will keep falling in for the next diet. The truth is, intuitive eating is not just another diet. It's an entire eating framework. It's a philosophy that changed your entire relationship to food. It's not just about the eating phase like diets are, meaning what you eat, when you eat, and how much you eat. Intuitive eating is the entire relationship, so what comes before and what comes after, which means changing your diet brain in perception around how you should engage with food and what it means to be engaged with food. So intuitive eating is not simply the hungry and fullness diet. It's an entire food philosophy and eating framework. Intuitive eating myth number five. You can be a good intuitive eater or a bad one. Meaning that it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. Fact is, ladies, this is just another diet brain taught. Because you've been through dieting, which we know doesn't work, right? We know that diet don't work. So for... The diet to work, you need to work really, really hard and you need to become a perfectionist. If it does work, you have to have the all or nothing mindset, the black and white thinking, the all in or all out mindset, the good or bad mindset. So your brain gets rewired to be the diet brain that sees food, exercise, lifestyle, health behavior as good or bad, all in or all out, and the longer you diet, the longer you maintain this diet brain, all or nothing perfectionist starts spreading through your entire life. I work with women that are typically 40 plus and that have been dieting at least 10, 15, 20, 30 years in this all or nothing mindset has spread through their entire life. That's why going beyond the Food Academy is a life-changing process. Not that I wanted it to be like that, but that's what happened when you start rewiring your brain to get off the diet and then you change the way you interact with your whole life. So is it possible for you to be good or bad as intuitive eating? The answer is No, because you can't be wrong in intuitive eating. It's not another diet. It's just a way of interacting with food. Intuitive eating myth number six. I think that's where we're at, six. You can count macros and still be an intuitive eater. Other version of this would be keto intuitive, flexible eating, with intuitive eating, also known as flexible intuitive eater, vegan intuitive, intuitive cheat day. I'm seeing more and more of those versions coming up as intuitive eating becomes more popular. So the facts is, people are getting tired of dieting, their body is getting run down, their emotions all over the place. So people are seeking another way And then diet culture is creating all these other avenues. They're renaming their programs, their way of eating to fit in to intuitive eating because that's what people want, yet it's not intuitive eating. It's the diet culture version of intuitive eating, meaning we stay within the dietary approach whatever it is, and then we tag along intuitive eating at the end to make people feel better, get them to be more attracted to their product. Facts is any rule around food is not intuitive eating. When you have rules to what you should be eating, it's because you don't trust your body, point, point. So can you count macros or be keto-intuitive or flexible eating and be an intuitive eater? The answer is no. Myth number seven. Intuitive eating means you eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Other version of this is you can't eat healthy on intuitive eating. Intuitive eating means intentionally eating unhealthy food. Well, the facts are, in one way, this is true. And then so what? Why is it a problem to eat what we want whenever we want? Think about that for a minute. Right? Why is that a problem? It's only a problem when your self-image or your self-worth feels threatened. When your worth is tangled around your food, and then all of a sudden you don't have to exercise willpower to control what you eat, then are you worthy? You see what I'm saying? Here's another fact why this is true. When you transform your eating pattern from dieting to intuitive eating, you have to lift all the rules around food. And there's a period of time from the moment you begin to when you become at peace with food. There's this kind of honeymoon period where you're trying to figure out what it means for you to eat when you want and whatever you want. I call it in my program, the elastic band period where you go from being restricted. So there's a lot of tension in the elastic. It's pulled towards you. And then imagine you releasing this elastic. What would happen? The elastic will go completely the other way and then we'll rebound to restriction and then we'll go the other way and rebound. And every time it's going to do a loop, it's going to have less force in it. And then with time, It's going to stabilize to be back to this normal straight line elastic band. That's what happened when you transform to become an intuitive eater. When you release the rules, your reptilian brain will like, holy crap, you mean we can eat the carbs we've been restricting for two years? Let's eat it all. That's what happened. But it doesn't last forever because the tail end of intuitive eating process, the transformation process in the way that I teach it, teaches you to respect your body. And when you eat all the food that was forbidden before in overabundance, you don't feel good. (laughs) Flash news for you. Like you may feel good the first day, but you won't feel good. Try eating only white sugar. (laughs) For three days in a row and you tell me how you feel. So we kind of have to satisfy the reptilian brain and to really prove to our body that there's no more rules and then the body will stabilize itself. So intuitive eating myth, is it true that it means you can eat whatever you want when you want? The answer is yeah. And then why is that a problem again? (laughs) The next myth intuitive eating is for healthy minded people. I won't do it right and I'll gain weight. Or another version of this is intuitive eating work only for certain people. I'm different. The fact is intuitive eating is not another diet or a new scientifically created way of eating. It's how you were born. That's how I was born. We were all born intuitive eater. If you had a baby or if you've babysat a baby and you reflect upon how they engage with food, that was intuitive eating, right? They felt hunger, they cry, you came along with a bottle, you fed them, they stopped crying, they fell asleep until the next cycle of crying and hunger came along, right? So going to intuitive eating is only coming back home. Now, why would you feel it's not for you? In part, it's your diet brain speaking. Your diet brain is saying, you know, girl, you've been dieting for 10 years. You've been dieting for 20 years. Look where you are today. You're not good enough. You're not doing this right. You're broken. You're effed up. You have to have a lot of restriction and control. Otherwise, shit's just going to go downhill. Your diet brain wants you to believe that, that you are special, but not special in the good sense, special in the, I'm not worthy sense. And I need to exert a lot of control because I'm so broken. If I release all the rules, holy moly, what's going to happen to me? Truth is, you're going to become an intuitive eater if you release the rules, if you know how to do it and, and you have the right approach for it, right? So... Is intuitive eating only for certain people? Absolutely not. It's for everyone because we all have it within us to be an intuitive eater. The next myth. Intuitive eating doesn't solve my, quote, overeating problem. So here's the facts. There is only one truth around that. Intuitive eating does prevent overeating. Now, here's the thing. I didn't say solve it. I said prevent it. Diet brain is speaking again here, right? You have been programmed to seek an external solution to an internal program. You internally have the behavior of using food as a make you feel better agent a numbing agent in the form of overeating and you want a band-aid a quick fix a formula to come along and tell you how to prevent that and that's the model of dieting right it's all external it's just about food so intuitive eating will not solve the overeating problem that you're experiencing you will You will, through the process of intuitive eating, figure out why you're using food to cope with your emotion. You will figure out another way to manage your emotions or manage whatever is driving the eating behavior so it's no longer food. So does intuitive eating solve the overeating problem? yes and no. It does prevent it because you allow yourself to eat whatever you want and you find another solution to your emotion, but it doesn't solve it as a quick fix or a band-aid. Intuitive eating doesn't lead to weight loss. Another version of that is intuitive eating can work for weight loss. Now, I'm not going to repeat the very first myth because it goes along to this one. I'll just Move along and teach you more about the relationship of weight management in intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is not a diet. The intention, the purpose, the goal of intuitive eating has nothing to do with weight management. Zero. Nyada. Now... Because intuitive eating is becoming more and more popular, diet culture leachs onto that and then sells you intuitive eating as a way to lose weight or scares you off intuitive eating because it says it's going to lead to weight loss. So whatever you're going to encounter in the next months, in the next years around intuitive eating, if it has any marketing around weight management with their way of doing intuitive eating, it is not true intuitive eating. Even the wellness diet, right, the upgraded diet culture that says, you are release the unhealthy weight. Or, do my program, become healthy, and you will have a healthy weight. This is all weight loss and diet culture. So to the myth, intuitive eating doesn't lead to weight loss. It is not a weight loss program. We don't know what your body will do. We're getting to the end. Intuitive eating will make you binge on food that you shouldn't be eating. Another version of that is I'll eat intuitively, but I'll just eat junk food. So the fact is, if that's what your body needs, then yes, you'll binge on food you shouldn't eat. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? That if that's what your body needs, it may happen. It's probably making many of you uncomfortable. Because you have the belief that your body does not know what it needs. That you, the brain, the external books, programs, guru, know better than what your body needs. The part of the journey of intuitive eating is coming back to a respectful relationship between you, the spirit, and the body. Meaning that you do support your body through health behavior. And in response, your body supports you through life. So when you experience a need, a desire to binge, to overeat it's because your body is trying to tell you something. The body's trying to point out to you that you are in a state of imbalance, that something is going on internally that is not okay, and it needs to comfort itself in food. So back to my first statement, if that's what your body needs, then why is it a problem? Why is it that we can't see binge behavior and saying, well, how interesting is that? What does my body need? Perhaps I'm binging when I'm really, really stressed. So perhaps I need to reduce the stress in my life so I don't feel that I need to binge. You see what I'm saying? So does intuitive eating leads you to binge on food you shouldn't eat? The answer is no. And I could also layer into this that why do you believe that you should and shouldn't, right? (laughs) But we're not going to do that. We're going to move on. Intuitive eating is impossible because of food addiction and certain food are addictive. Now, this is a loaded one. The first thing, if you are currently holding the belief that there is such a thing as food addiction, sugar addiction, I would refer you to episode 153 of the podcast, which I will link in the show note. We had a food addiction specialist actually do a complete analysis of my eating pattern and my eating history. I shared all the results publicly with everyone via the podcast in a video interview. And we came to the conclusion that actually she came to the conclusion that the Beyond the Food method was extremely effective. In healing or helping people to overcome sugar addiction in our case. So second thing I want to mention around addiction. Addiction is a brain behavior that is manifested by compulsive substance usage despite harmful consequence. So the very first thing, you have to believe that food can be addictive. And that's a debate because we have to eat food. So in most cases, addiction are with behavior that are dangerous for our health and well-being, where food is part of our health and well-being. So... You have your own opinion on that. But if you hold that belief, I would highly recommend that you start reading books and research around what addiction is, what cause addiction, and is food an addictive behavior. If you're currently thinking you are addicted to food and you can't stop it, I would highly recommend that you look at the emotional, mental underlying reason why you use food and you are addicted to food? What is the need that you are not fulfilling? And because any addiction specialist will actually agree on one thing. Addictive behavior are formed... Because of unmet needs. So what is the need you're not meeting? What is the trauma? And often real addiction comes from early childhood trauma. Which trauma are you carrying in you that makes you use food beyond nutrition and then develop the addictive pattern? So is intuitive eating impossible because of food addiction, the straight answer is no. But if you are presenting addictive behavior around food, there's a deeper level of work that needs to be done before you can actually become an intuitive eater. Next one, intuitive eating is only for people with eating disorder. No, that's a fact. It is not because intuitive eating is the most innate way that human engage with food. That's how we are born. Now, intuitive eating is used in treatment of eating disorder. Why? Because it's very effective. Because people that are currently affected by eating disorder actually are not connected to the innate cues of hunger and fullness and satisfaction and they use food in a disordered way to meet unfulfilled needs that they're having eating disorder or disordered eating which are two different things by the way eating disorder if you're looking at the spectrum of eating behavior from one to ten one being an intuitive eater perhaps two and three being normal eating behavior and then disordered eating behavior and then eating disorder is at the end of the spectrum. That's when you actually go seek treatment from health professional because your eating behavior is causing harm to you physically, emotionally or mentally. Now, there's a lot of us in the disordered eating spectrum, And I can guarantee you that perhaps 90% of you listening to this podcast are in a disordered eating spectrum or have been there, meaning that you use food beyond nutrition, but it's not causing significant harm to you or your health. And if you are in that spectrum that it's causing harm to you, your health, then you need to seek professional guidance immediately. Connect with us at info at and we will forward you to the right space if you're not connected with those people already. So intuitive eating is not only for eating disorder, though used in that treatment pattern for eating disorder, it is for all of us. Now here's the last one, and it's a bonus one. That's the 14th intuitive eating myth. And it's a special one. It's intuitive eating has no scientific basis. Stephanie, you're just making that up. I've had this comment before. So here's the fact, and this fact is specifically for perhaps the health practitioner listening to this or the women that are engineer, lawyers, people that are driven by facts and science and that have in their mind that eating cannot be that simple. It has to be more complicated. Therefore, intuitive eating doesn't work because it's not complicated, that's you listen very carefully intuitive eating is a proven and well researched eating framework as of today there's well over a hundred studies published most of them peer review that demonstrate the efficacy of intuitive eating to this day there is not one research or study that has demonstrated any kind of danger to your health associated with intuitive eating. So there you have it. Intuitive eating has scientific basis and I predict that it will be more and more and more research around it as more and more of you become intuitive eater and that the interest is there. Now, if you're a professional and want to access those study, or even if you're just a lawyer or an engineer, <laughs> wants to know the facts, there's a link in the show notes that is going to send you to my mentor, the person to whom I learn how to professionally teach intuitive eating. Her name is Evelyn Triboli. She was on the podcast before. She has a database of all the studies in that she either reviewed or was part of around intuitive eating and the link will be in the show notes. One more note on this. If you're a professional and would love to actually start implementing intuitive eating or body image, Support for your client. I cater to you, to professional only via information that I share with professional that is specifically designed for professional. So be sure to join our community and indicate there's always a choice when you join our opt-in program or even our program to identify yourself as a health professional. And then we will be sending you material that's specifically designed for you. So there you have it, lady 13, well, actually 14 intuitive eating myth that we brought facts and science and explanation behind. And that will help you better understand what intuitive eating is. So my question to you is, how do you feel now? How do you feel about intuitive eating? Did the podcast help you release some of your anxiety and your fear? Did actually it made it worse? Perhaps that's what it is. I'd love to hear from you. So either communicate with me via social media or via email and, share with me how this podcast made you feel. If you're ready to start your journey in intuitive eating, if you're like, this is it, this made me believe that this is where I need to go, join our free intuitive eating course, five days, five videos, one short PDF guide. It's totally free. It's on our website, stephaniedose.com. And then you can get started with intuitive eating. Next week, we have another very powerful show it's about healthy and unhealthy food good food versus bad food what is healthy eating this is going to be a big one so i can't wait to see you on the next podcast and love you sister